Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. Shoes. Left and right. Which came first? Also, fingernails. Are they related to toenails? You might find out about this on I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. Hi! Hi, welcome to the scientist and the bear and Kelly. That's our, that's our, new, uh, that's our new radio show. I'm the scientist. I'm the scientist. I've got a, I've got a goatee. And I'm a scientist. You're a bear. You're a bear, though. I have a degree. Everyone, Everyone looks at you and goes, that's a bear. Yeah. Not in the gay sexual way. No, no. In the that's, regular sexual way. In, that's that's in, my nickname. a gay sexual way too. My girlfriend's nickname is that she calls me something bear always. Both yeah. bear. Well, also, bear, I could have been the bear, bear too. Kelly no, bear. Yeah, so. no, 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 something bear. <laughs> it's, it's got words before and afterwards. Mm. It's I can't and you. <laughs> Damn, I don't think it. about it. I, I can't, can't bear, bear you. you. Mm. This is why Ellen has problems. Oh, we're back to this. It's when you've got subordinates don't laugh at your bear jokes. Ellen started out that show with good intentions. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the problem. She was like, "I'm about to dance. I'm about to dance." And then she danced. And then someone like you, Forrest, came and ruined it and went, "Maybe you shouldn't dance so much." And she said, "Stop looking at me." The great thing about us mentioning Ellen on this show is we did it. Uh, two podcasts ago, yeah. but we recorded that podcast at a different time. Yeah. Where, like, and then hashtag think, free Ellen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is currently happening at a certain time, but will come out two weeks later. So we Ellen can be dead unless yeah. unless Ellen's killed someone or said the n word or something. Oh, I'm pro. I'm Team Ellen. Mm. Now I got to tell you, Ellen's the only show. The only show. Oh, no, there's one other show. There's two shows. James Corden's never had me on. And mm. the Ellen shows never had me on. Now, that's because you called James Corden fat on your show. I did. I like James. I get along with James fine. That's. I was talking about the different. It was about Bill Maher. It was more about Bill Maher and my opinion on fat shows. No, it was it, exactly about James Corden. <laughs> James Corden bitched a little bit about being called fat. Yeah, or, and they didn't bitch about. He bitched about. Uh, Bill Maher talking about fat people, and he got he, he got his feelings. Would so. you Would you have somebody on your podcast that insulted you or your show? Uh, sure. Okay. He's got us on yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I, have, I have you on every week. And it was only it was only mild ribbing. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah of course I would. Of course I would. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if you're the Ellen demographic anyway. I don't know. I'd like to be on Ellen. Okay. Sean Hayes, who I'm in production with. Mm-hmm. He he hosts Ellen when Ellen's not there. Mm-hmm. I could be on a Sean Hayes. Again, though, he's he's a demographic though. Yeah. What are you trying to say here, Forrest? Say uh, it. Just say it out loud. Uh, the people, the Ellen viewers enjoy what's not hearing somebody say cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, and, I, and Kelly Ripper, I'll tell you my Kelly Ripper story. I have a little crush on Kelly Ripper. She's all right, her. She's all right. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, She's gorgeous. Wrong, nothing wrong with Kelly Ripper. Right, I was doing uh, Fallon. That's a cool name, Ripper. Yeah, is a cool last name. And I think she's funny. I think yeah. she's funny. In the way. They give her, a, they give her a different host every three months, and she just Figures fucking rolls out, yeah. with it. She just goes fine. Who, which bloke sitting next to me? 
no problem. And then she turns out. So so she was on. Oh, well, Regis, R.I.P. I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Regis. Yeah. And so I was doing Fallon and the other guest was Kelly Ripper. And Kelly Ripper was on before me. And I'm backstage and I'm waiting to go on. And, and Fallon talked about this on the next episode. This is how monumental this moment was. On the next episode of his show, he mentioned this story. Um, so Fallon, who we love, there's a photo of him here somewhere. We, we like Fallon. Anyway, so, so Fallon, I was doing his show. And before that. There he is. Look at him. He's like me if I put effort in. Anyway, so so we, we, we were doing the show and then uh, Kelly Ripple was on before me and she was talking about they always do a big Halloween episode, right? And her big story was they do different. They do like after each segment, they do a different outfit. They're changing outfits all the time. She was doing it with Ryan Seacrest and she goes, and Ryan dressed up like a girl and she goes, you'd be surprised how much of a convincing woman Ryan Seacrest makes. And everyone laughed, right? Then it's my turn to come out. Now, uh, when you do these shows, the, the, the guests on before you, sometimes you never meet them because they come on, they do their spot, and then they leave. And by the time you... I'm always the second spot because I'm mm-hmm. not as famous as the first person, right? So then when, then when you're doing the second spot, you never see these people again. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway... So anyway, so I go out and the first thing I said is, oh, I was good having Kelly Ripper here, eh? I go, uh, I go. She just told us that Ryan Seacrest made a convincing woman. That was a shock to us all, wasn't it? Hey, who didn't think that Ryan Seacrest would make a convincing woman? I got a good laugh, uh-huh. and then I went, "Oh God, I, uh, well, uh, Kelly's probably gone. I can rip on her. There's no problem. She's not going to see this anyway. She's already home, right?" So we finished the show. I go back to my dressing room. My dressing room. All the lights are turned out. I turn it on and Kelly Ripper's sitting in my makeup chair in the dark like a fucking Bond villain and she swivels around and she's like, you thought I'd left? Anyway, I I love Kelly Ripper. Big fan. Anyway, so Kelly Ripper, she said she'd have me on the show, but it hasn't, it's yet to happen. I'm looking forward to that day when I can be on the Ripper. Yeah. Um, The Ripper. The Ripper. She said, Philbin says that they had her as a guest on the show. And then when Kathy Lee Gifford had her final show and they had to replace her, that he just remembered, like she was a great guest. Oh, and wow. like, she's fantastic. Yeah. And then she, she might be a good co-host and came back and now she's made a huge career out of it. She honestly. was on an episode of broad city and was like surprisingly hilarious. I didn't she's know that funny. she was, it's a, funny. it so says funny. she's in a, she's in Marvin's room alongside Meryl Streep and Leonardo DiCaprio. I remember that. I've never seen that movie. It's like a drama, but she's in that. Well, uh, this is the thing. If, if someone said something bad about Ripper, I would. I'm telling you, if, they, if, if, Rip, if, if Ripper gets Ellen, yeah. I I am going to fight <laughs> to the bitter death. You're not cancelling the Ripper. No, Jim she's would... done nothing wrong. She's a wonderful woman. <laughs> kill, kill now the Ripper. Ellen, the Ellen. I've heard bad things about the Ellen. Yeah, yeah. I've heard the Ellens of this and the that, but I'm sticking by the Ellen. Mm. It's not illegal to be a bitch. There's about 40 people or a bastard or a cunt or whatever. I know when you mm-hmm. say the word bitch, it sounds very aggressive, right? But but here's the thing, right? So 50 people have come forward. Her show has 1,000 staff members. 1,000 staff members. If you're a boss and you don't have 5% of your workers thinking you're a piece of shit, then you're not a very good boss. Wait, mm-hmm. her show has 1,000 staff members? Yeah. Well, they've had sure? over a thousand. A lot There's of turnover. There's no way there's a thousand. It's just, it's very nasty there. to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only fifty staff members at any given time. Yeah, but they turn over very quickly. Okay, after, I believe that. Story. After, yeah. after Ellen just throws a breath, huh, I, a breath I, yeah. mint at you and goes, "Eat this." You smell it because that's one of the things. Is she had a bowl of gum at the front of her office, 
that people were to chew before they walked in in case they had bad breath because Ellen would be sitting there just in, just patting a cat in a swivel chair mm-hmm. and just going, let me smell your breath. <laughs> um, it, and you can't imagine De Rossi's much better. She was a bulimic. But she apologized. You know I mean? <laughs> Fucking De Rossi was a bulimic. She's married a woman who vomits up her food every now and again. You've got to assume that that's not the funnest thing to kiss. But by the way, she... Anyway, I'm pro Ellen. But by the way, and, and, and again, we're going to be way behind on all this stuff. Yeah. But it says right now that um, that I hope first- you're listening to this, Ellen, and you really hear my support. I feel like the comments are going to be like, "Why the fuck are they talking about Ellen?" Again? If she if she does get replaced, it's been said James Corden will not be replacing her, oh. and this is an exclusive from the I'm going to replace Mail. her. Says, the scientists in the bear. It's a morning show. <laughs> it says Melissa McCarthy, Jennifer Aniston, and Kristen Bell are in the running table. Oh, I love Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Yeah, she would be a good one. She's a she's like a she's another ripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like, are very like, similar looking. Yeah, I like no, her. you like Kristen. I know Kristen Bell is one of your celebrity yeah. crushes, but you are a celebrity, so you can't really have a celebrity crush. I, just a regular crush. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know these people. I don't know. I, I have regular crushes as yeah. well. You said you know Kelly Ripper. Yeah, there's a there's a hooker that stands on the corner of my street who I have a crush on. <laughs> wow, what neighborhood do you live in? I, know. <laughs> I thought you were in a better neighborhood. It's, it's Sherman behind, Oaks. Behind the curtain, Jim's not doing so well. <laughs> yeah, down in Sherman Oaks, behind the Paquito Masters. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, okay, do you, uh, I'll Ellen talk before I show <laughs> Well, if you have a better subject, Forrest, I'll riff on it. Tell me, I can talk about anything. Do you know who she's married to? Ellen Portia de Rossi. No, Kelly Ripper, I'm sorry. Oh, Kelly Ripper's married to, a, like, a Latino guy who's really good-looking, who's, like, a, an actor. Mark he Consuelos. Is. Mark Consuelos. He Mark was Consuelos. That's known for all my children. That's actually a pretty sexy name. Mark Consuelos. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's he's hot. Uh, and but, why didn't she change the name to Kelly Consuelos? That's a cool name. It's a tongue twister. Kelly Consuelos is hard to say. Yeah, Kelly Ripa is the is yeah. a crazy good last name. You would, yeah, so you that. wouldn't want to change Ripa. that. He's a good-looking guy. University of South Florida, guy. and they have three kids together. Yeah, there you nothing go. wrong with the Consuelos family. Um, all right, I think that's enough. Good people. Good enough people. Pop culture. They've talk. never made anyone chew gum before they come into their office. I'll tell you that for no one's business. It's weird because you say you support Ellen, but then you turn on her immediately. Yeah. Oh, I support assholes. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe. No, I, I, I think hemorrhoids. I think, I think I, I, your I, I, what I don't like is everyone's acting like Helen's committed. Ellen. <laughs> Helen Mirren. <laughs> everyone, he doesn't everyone, even know who he's fighting everyone's for. Everyone's acting like Ellen's committed a crime. I think she's just a bit of an asshole. I don't think she's done anything that heinous. All the stories, I'm like, oh, that's an asshole. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's start the show. All right. Hey, that was our intro portion of our show, and no way do we ever edit this together. So pretty cool. Uh, all right, let's uh, welcome our guest to the show, uh, Jesse Krebs. Hello, Jesse, how you doing? Hello, thanks for having me. Jesse, is it Jesse Krebs? Did you say Krebs? Krebs. I'm saying it right, right? Krebs. It is Krebs, yeah. but uh, people say crabs, and it's offensive. Don't worry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How's crabs offensive? Because. It's a venereal disease. No, it's also a delicious meal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. Being a seventh grader with the last name of Krabs. Yeah, yeah that's true. My my real surname was Nugent. Everyone called me Nugget. Oh, oh, oh that was a horrible wow. time. <laughs> Way I'll worse t- than Forrest. I'll tell you a quick tell you. story. My, my mother, bless her soul, she she uh, she uh, never liked any of the names that me and my brothers called our children. You never liked any of them. <laughs> Every time, like my son was called Hank, and she goes, "I won't be calling him Hank." 
I won't do it. I'll call him something out. I go, you're calling him fucking Hank? Yeah. She goes, Hank's the name of a taxi driver. Okay. And I go, well, that would make him the second most uh, efficient person, successful person in our family. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to have a license, Mark. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like you, you're talking about a family member of ours who has a job? Oh, this is fantastic. And then my, my went with, uh, with uh, and we put this in legit, it was... Um, it was, uh, and I'm just saying it's a joke. I'm not, not about, mean about my mother. She's passed away. But um, but uh, so Alana is the name of my niece. And when my brother went to name her Alana, my mother went, oh, you can't call her Alana. Everyone will call her Alana Banana. Right? <laughs> and then my brother went, better than your nickname at school, Carolyn the Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> All right, um, so this is a part of our show uh, called Judging a Book by Its Cover. Jesse, Jim is going to try and guess what you are an expert in just by looking at you and your surroundings. He's allowed to ask yes or no questions. I may provide him with some clues. So Okay, well, okay. I'm, I'm looking at you. You've got a cord around your neck with a laminate. That means you work in a building where you have to scan yourself in, right? You're not doing it for any other reason. You've got to scan yourself in. Yeah. Your building has also got, you've got a timer on a light Right, because you might fall asleep at work and they need to turn the light out. You've got a tire on the light, so yeah. you must work long hours. The windows are blacked out. There's another man who sleeps in his yeah. fucking things, right? Yeah. Now, you've also got a certificate over there onto the side that you haven't laminated or framed. You've just sort of propped up <laughs> above a, a water. It's I think a, that's a memo. It's a memo, just things for him to stop doing. Don't harass the women in the office place. <laughs> I Try wonder to why, he didn't, why alone. didn't he frame that? <laughs> <laughs> Try to leave people Beautiful. alone. <laughs> so I'm going to say that you work uh, in something, something to do with research. Well, you're supposed to ask yes or no questions. Do you work in Do you work in a research-based oh, environment? Maybe. Yes, yeah. that is a small part of my job is research. Small part. Um, do people fear you? No. At home no. as well. No, 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 no one fears. I'm walked on like a carpet. It's uh, literally, there's no fear. That's an old Sinatra <laughs> joke. Uh, women are like tiles. You lay them right the first time, you can walk over them for the rest of your life. All right, now I'm going to sing Under My Canceled. Skin. I'm a good type of guy. Hey, Sammy, come out here so I can slap you. How did that guy never get fucking canceled? Do you have some yes or no questions for Jesse? <laughs> um, okay. uh, uh, do you build things? Uh, sometimes, yes. It's part of part of what I do. Okay, you're a, a rocket scientist. All right. Um, Jesse, why don't you give him a hint? We talked about this. Tilt your camera up a little rocket, bit. We should, get, okay. a, we should get a rocket scientist. Pay attention. Ooh. All right. Lizards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a lizard. Yeah, you're a, you're a, a lizard guy. I am a lizard guy. You're, 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 a, you're a paleontologist. Oh, close. Paleontologist is the study of dead things. Yeah. I keep things alive. Oh, you're a reptologist. <laughs> yeah, well, close good. enough. Yeah, yeah. Can we go? Can we move on with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's actually the best yeah, guess he's yeah. ever. That's, I mean, that's accurate. Why would you right? call it a reptologist? Well, I mean, you would. Hold on a second. Wait, we're, we're, wait, we'll actually <laughs> ask that question. Jesse Krebs is a, a zoo curator of reptiles and amphibians. Um, he has been active in the professional zoo animal care for over 25 years. He currently manages a reptile and amphibian collection consisting of 145 reptile and 46 amphibian species, totaling more than 3,000 individual animals at a prominent Midwestern zoo. 
Jesse has served on the national advisory committees that focus on the care and management of crocodilians, lizards, and amphibians. Uh, he has served on the board of directors for the North American Society of Toxinology, and Jesse is part of the core faculty for a national crocodilian management course. Crocodilians. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like people who live in crocodile. Um, I, what, I These are a lot of credits. <laughs> the and town of crocodile. Crocodile Dundee Yeah, yeah I got it. I'm moving on. Um, so <laughs> As a they, crocodilian. Yeah. <laughs> the, but uh, Jesse has a lot of great credits. I, 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 I think at the beginning of the show, everyone that we've gotten, we've, we know we're experts, but we would give like a credit and people are like, how do we know this person? To, and it's like, so now I'm just giving uh, tons of credits because a couple weeks ago we had Jax Ann on and there was still, of course, a couple anti-vaxxers that came out of the woodwork like, this what she doesn't know about this. It's like, shut up. No, no, no. She yeah. knew a lot about vaccine. She knows a lot. She vaccinated. Jack, Jack was once a small girl called Sally. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Jesse, um, Jesse, thank, <laughs> thank you very much for being here. Still what, my joke. <laughs> are you a reptologist? No, a herpetologist. It's the study of reptiles and amphibians. Oh, and is that why you have the blackout window? Because the reptiles get upset in your place, or you just? Uh, you I got just... the blackout window because the side glare on this camera was so horrible you wouldn't be able to see my face. Oh. Which is oh. for us. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I like the other was a lizard in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is. If he might go over, there's a lizard uh, that lives in that yeah. plant. Oh, when you saw the timer, that timer controls the light for the lizard that lives above my head. Wait, he's just roaming around? Wait, free balling in that office? Free balling. That's oh what we call it. God. He lives on that plant and the plants above my head. I used to have a lot of geckos come into my house as a kid. The cats used yeah. to bring them in and the geckos used to throw off its tail, the Australian geckos. You have a different... Right? The gecko that you have on the adverts here that do the insurance, not the same as the right? Australian ones. The Australian <laughs> ones have a little ball tail. Well, hey, hey, hey. And, you, and you can only kick that off once and then the cats play with that and then it runs away. It gets a one get out of jail free card in its whole life. Um, so you don't want to blow it. You don't want to just like, oh, 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 I got startled. Oh, no, it's just a post. I thought you were going to say the difference between the gecko and the commercial was that it's not a real animal. <laughs> it, it's a cartoon. Well, also, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, also, the Australian geckos don't talk. Oh. oh. Geckos suck. And you guys uh, don't have pediatricians. You don't have talking geckos. Um, the Australian geckos suck. talk like this. Ah, oh, me fucking tail came off, cunt. <laughs> oh, no. Who brought the fucking cat here, you fucking cunt? Um, so that leads They're me, not indigenous. That, le <laughs> that leads me to my next thing. We're actually specifically going to be talking about Australian reptiles today. All right. This is our first Australian-centric show that we're doing, uh, podcast. We get high ratings in Australia, so Australia, this is for you. And for you Americans, just sit back and say that everything's better here or whatever <laughs> you get up to. Uh, Jesse is very... Uh, the, 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 uh, where he works, they have a lot of Australian reptiles. The largest collection, you said, or one of the largest collections? Uh, one of the largest collections. Yeah, so in the so he knows very, very well what we're talking about. So, Jesse, this is what we're going to do. Um... Jim is going to tell us everything he thinks he knows about Australian reptiles. I'm going to prod him along with some questions. It won't be too long. And then after that, you're going to give him a grade from zero to 10 on accuracy, 10 being the best. Kelly is going to give him an unconfidence. I'm going to do et cetera. When we tally the scores, if you get 21 through 30, Jim, Godzilla. He's one of the- No, no, no. The you most... want Australian animals. No, nah, no. Nah, he's just a reptile. He's a reptile. And then 11 through 20, Demi Godzilla. And zero through 10, Atheistzilla. You'd think that'd be the top one, but Godzilla is the- yeah. Yeah, but less people believe in atheists. Yeah. Anyways, let's start off with uh, <laughs> the first question. What is a reptile? 
What is a reptile? Yeah, but you, you heard me. It's a fucking snake <laughs> and shit, man. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me Wikipedia it's, that. It's, yeah. No, it's, he's right. It's uh, a it's a cold blooded uh, animal with a, um, a reptilian type skin on it, right? Like a scales, right? Like uh, you know, like a snake, a lizard, uh, all those different ones are all reptiles. You, okay. you say something, I'll tell you if it's reptile or not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we uh, needed that as a segment. Okay, uh, our bird Re- reptile or not? Okay, how about this? Uh, croc- Jack is not a reptile. Crocodile. Yes. Uh, a crocodile is oh, a crocodile. A crocodile. I'm going to say is a reptile. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a reptile. What about a turtle? A turtle is also a reptile. What about a bird? A bird, ah, ah, because then you're saying this is the whole thing. So the raptors are more related to birds. The Toronto raptors? Yes. No, no, no the Kawhi raptors Leonard. from Jurassic nice. Park are more related to birds in their movement than they are. So I'm going to say that a bird is not a reptile, but it has reptilian uh, things about it. Damn, you're sounding smart as fuck right okay. now. Okay. What about a platypus? A platypus is not a reptile. A platypus is a, is a mammal uh, that is one of the few mammals on Earth that can lay its own eggs. It does not have a pouch. It's a lay-egging mammal, which is very rare. Mm, you were doing good until you said lay-egging, but you're still doing good. So, Egg-laying? What's the fucking problem with that, man? The worst. All right. Bad syntax. Velociraptor. Velociraptor is closer to a bird than a reptile, but it has reptilian activity. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a reptile. Okay. Doesn't exist, but okay. Never did. Maybe it did. The Velociraptor existed. Did it exist? Yeah. Yeah. Was that one of the made up ones that they made on the... On I don't the know. I'm asking track? you. Velociraptor is real. Yeah, Velociraptor is real, man. Yeah. Okay. It was a real dinosaur. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a real yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. it's a dinosaur and a reptile, yeah. idiot. One thing I do on this show, <laughs> one thing I like to do on the show, Jesse, is I like to ask questions to Jim to make him answer him wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm setting him up to fail. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see the strategy. Name. Okay, here's one. Just just one more general reptile question. We'll get into Australian. Name as many different groups or orders of reptiles as you can. So you said lizards. Seven. <laughs> lizards, and then go from where? What other? What are kind of lizards? Groups? Yeah. Snakes. Yeah. Uh, uh, triampipods. Yeah, mm. they study your camera. Um, uh, <laughs> lizards, snakes. There's the walking ones, the slidey ones. <laughs> the walking ones, the slidey ones. The slidey ones. The walking ones, the slidey ones. Slidey walking. And then there's the frill neck lizards. They're a frill neck. <laughs> you know, you never heard of a frill neck lizard? That- <laughs> You fucking get on that, people. Google that. If you're excited by the quacker, check out a frill neck lizard. Okay, but I'm saying groups of not the specific like species and stuff like like groups. You mentioned one in the yes nos that you said yes to. Uh, dinos, uh, crocodiles, croc- crocodilians. Mm-hmm. They're a reptile. Uh, crocodilians. Um, mm-hmm. Then I would say lizards, snakes, crocodilians, uh, geckos. Okay, time's, and- time's up. And dragonflies. Yeah, got it. You got the last one. Um, okay, name seven Australian reptiles. However, whatever names you want to use. Brown snake. Yep. Frilled neck lizard. Yep, I knew you were going to say that. There he is. Frilled neck lizard. <laughs> Geckos. Yeah. What's the big fucking, the, the uh, dragon lizard? Dragon lizard? The big, the big ass one. Oh, that's not Australian. That's not Australian. That's not Australian. 
Um, uh, the Goanna. Goanna. The Goanna is uh, a big ass. Jesse fucking, just pointed at you, so that yeah, I think that's good, and it was the, a good point. Good the points. Goanna is yeah. a big <laughs> ass fucking lizard. It's a positive man. point. And you see him out in the wild. They take up half a tree, and they're like, oh, "I'm just hiding," and you're like, "Wider than the tree, you dumb cunt." Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Gekka, how many have I got so far? You've named four. Four. four yeah. Oh, I'll give you more. I'll give you more. Yeah, seven. Um, brown snake. Uh, okay, so in, so, so spiders. Not that was about to name some spiders. <laughs> that <wasn't gonna> <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to work. Platypus. Uh, platypus isn't one. Yeah, I know. Trying to throw isn't one. Isn't one. Can you uh, name any more? No, uh, the any koala. Uh, koala. A lot of scales. Oh, no, turtles. We have turtles. There you go. Yeah. That's going back to the what, earlier question. What kind of turtles? What kind of turtles? Teenage mutant. Fucking lo- <laughs> loads of them. Loads. They love pizza. <laughs> no, we have, no, we have loads of turtles. I know, but a specific we kind. Giant like a specific species. Little, species. We have the little baby ones that, that they swim out. They swim out, <laughs> right? They lay the fucking, they lay the eggs. And then what happens is they 100 eggs or something. And then all the ones, and then 98 of them die and two of them survive. They swim out. Hey, he's the turtle. The, 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 the fucking toad, the cane toad. Cane toad. Throw in a oh no 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 not the cane toad. Not the cane toad. <laughs> Jesse, don't, don't help him. Don't, don't help him. Jesse. Jesse's shaking his head. No. <laughs> Driving me nuts here. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're so I got goannas, frill neck lizards, regular lizards, geckos, brown <laughs> snakes, loads of turtles. Loads of turtles. We've yeah. got other snakes. We've got loads and loads of snakes. Don't forget young turtles. Fifty percent of tur- <laughs> like like we have loads of snakes. Shit tons of snakes. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and like uh, oh, oh, that's an insect. Um, <laughs> okay, next question. Yeah. Um, how many people die from reptiles, just reptiles, in Australia each year? Oh, crocodile bites. I'm going to say 86 people. Okay, 86 per year. Yeah. Okay. And um, let's talk about crocodiles. You didn't even mention them as an Australian reptile. I did. You so did. He said crocodiles. Uh, no, you said I said the, the I said when you said specific species, but it's fine. We'll okay, exact crocodiles. Uh, no, 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 freshwater no. crocodiles. No, okay. What about saltwater? We have saltwater as well. Okay, good. So let's talk about the saltwater. Like, uh, like what region do they live in? Darwin. Okay. They live up in the Northern Territory, and you can't swim in the beaches. Some of the how big some of the get? nicest beaches. Oh, they can get to twenty uh, something feet. They're big. We saw some crocodiles up there. Yeah. Uh, how long do they live? Oh, 100 years. That's it? Exactly? 110 if they have a good diet. Yeah. <laughs> they they don't drink every day. It depends day. which tourists they eat. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many are in Australia? How many crocs? Oh, crikey. Fuck. I just said crikey yeah. about a crocodile yeah. thing. Oh, my God. That no. was a legitimate we're getting We're getting extra Australian gym oh, today. Oh, no. How many crocodiles could there be? <laughs> um, I should have brought in my, to- my now, crocodile hat. Now, I don't... Hat. This, is, uh, this yeah. is the problem I have with this question. You don't fucking know. People are going to say they know. You're not swimming around counting them all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know. You, you, you're having a guess here. You're having a guess. And so I'm going to guess uh, 200,000. Okay. Uh, and then how many people die a year from crocs? Four. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not common. It's not a common thing. It's not like you see it all the time. It's sure. like it's like the sharks. Like every couple of years we have like a shark, a great white, kills someone off Cottesloe Beach. 
and then the Australians all get fucking batshit and go. They go out hunting the shark. Right. So they're all there with their harpoon guns going, we're going to get it. You don't know which shark. You're like more likely to kill yourself with yeah, the harpoon no, gun. No, they just have bloodlust and they're yeah. like, oh, because well, they're endangered until they kill someone and then you get like 24 hours to kill one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, snakes. Um, do you know how to tell the difference between a venomous and a non-venomous snake? Uh, you let it bite you and you see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Very effective. Yeah, I'm science right yeah, that I'm is science. You. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, you have a test subject. Okay, you let it bite a child of yours, and then, it, <laughs> and then another child of yours doesn't get bitten, mm-hmm. and then you see who's healthier at the end of the day. Uh, okay, a blind yeah. study. Yeah, you don't uh, tell which child which one's been bitten. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Why? you drug them first so they're asleep. <laughs> what would happen if there were no snakes? Um, not just in Australia, but everywhere. Oh, uh, we would have far too many mice. Yeah. And so we yeah. need we need them. Right? We need them. They 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 take care of the rodents. So I used to live with a girl who had a snake. Right? She had a snake that lived in a thing, and I she left me in charge of it for a while. And I was playing with this snake, drunk, trying to impress someone. I was holding the snake. What kind of snake? It was like a carpet snake, a little tiny or a diamond. It was in Britain. It was mm-hmm. in Britain. Yeah. It was a little tiny snake, and and she's listening to the podcast. I haven't spoken to her in years. Hope you're well. Um, but, but anyway, so so I'm holding this snake. I think I'm trying to impress some girl or something I brought back. I pass out drunk. Like just part this is twenty something years ago. I pass out blind drunk and I've lost the fucking snake. Mm. And she's coming home in a couple of days. And I'm fucking I have to say I lost I got drunk and lost your fucking snake, right? I'm living in a three apartment house type of thing, right? Downstairs I hear the woman screaming. Benny the snake had escaped through the wall cavity, gotten down, and ended up in her cutlery drawer, right? So she'd open up to get a knife or oh, fork shit. out, and the fucking snake came out. And I ran downstairs excited, and I became very Steve Irwin. It was the most Australian I've ever been in my life. I was like, don't worry about it! And he, and he, he hadn't eaten for like a fucking week, so he was starving, and he was hissing, and I thought was stuff. And I'm like, I've got him! I've got him! And then I just sort of wrestled him out, put him back in his fish tank and gave him a fucking uh, mice. And then I never told her that story. So she's listening. All's well that ends well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, One more question and then we'll actually talk about various animals as we go along. Uh, Why why do you think snakes have such a bad reputation? Like they're usually seen as like evil or bad. Because they're always in the grass. (laughs) No, snakes, because they, 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 they like that. And they slither up. Like, and they slither up, they slither, and this is what the snake does. Because I used to feed this this snake mice, and I used to get frozen mice, and I used to put them in kung fu positions. I used to unfreeze them and bend oh their arms. <laughs> I used to bend their arms so they were sitting in like a kung fu position, just like standing, staring at this, this snake. And then the snake didn't know it was like a frozen mouse, so it just sort of wanders up like, oh, how you doing? Don't worry about me. And then boom, wraps his body around it and starts choking it out, right? That's why they're fucking nasty cunts. They never tell you when they're going to attack. They're just bloody, they're snakes, they are. <laughs> Unlike us, when we kill cows, we're like, hey, cow, we're going to hey, kill you now. Kill you right I don't now. think we have a good reputation uh, yeah. in the animal kingdom. <laughs> I don't think the rest of the animals are walking around going, humans, they're all right. Uh, <laughs> like when, when animals get together, when animals yeah. get together, they're like this. Uh, the, the cat's like, I don't see the problem. My one's patting me all the time. And the dog's like, my one's okay. And then the rest of them's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, they just put a bolt into one of my friend's head. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jesse. Thanks for waiting patiently. And that's where steak comes from. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Thanks for waiting patiently uh, while we did that. Um, hey, I'm getting paid, man. Uh, <laughs> um, can you please tell us on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the best, how accurate Jim was about reptiles and Australian reptiles? Overall, I'm going to give him a solid eight. Ooh. Like he was, I was very impressed with some of the, some of the answers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, some of them were kind of off the wall, but I, I could sense that they were grounded in like real knowledge. They were so educated I, I guesses. Yeah. Okay. No, I think, I think that, I think overall I'm going to give you a solid eight. That's a very nice yeah. score. I, I think so. But Kelly, what about confidence? I'm going to go uh, seven on confidence. It, it, you slipped really into your Australian roots on this one. So it felt, it, you were home. It felt now, like. Now, when you say Australian roots, do you know what that means in Australian? No. Okay. Oh, does root mean root, sex? Root, roots, are, roots are slang for fucking. Yeah. So you go, I rooted this girl on the weekend. And so when you guys all go, I want to root, root, root for the home team. And then like in, in Canada, there's a brand of clothing called Roots where they just put yeah. it over the tracksuit pant asses. Yeah. Us Australians, <laughs> us Australians find that hysterical. <laughs> That's like our favorite sure. thing. What about the movie? The movie Roots, Roots wasn't, less funny. Yeah, it was <laughs> significantly yeah, less yeah, funny. Like yeah. all the Australians, but this will be a good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> There's be, no sex at all in this. Yeah. This will be like Porky's. <laughs> uh, on etc. I got. I like the new look. I think you should do this. Um, I think it'll upset people, which I'm all for. I'm just choosing now in quarantine. You get a 10. Just to look how I want to look. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you get a 10. So this is the person score. I am inside. Yeah, of Total course. score of 25, Godzilla. There you nice. go, Godzilla today. All right, let's start with what is a reptile. Uh, Jesse's, uh, Jim said a reptile is a snake and shit, but then he <laughs> amended that to cold-blooded animal scales. That's right, and he hit like the the top three is that it's 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 a poikilotherm or ectothermic is the technical term for being cold blooded. He got the scales in there. All I would have wanted to hear is the word tetrapod, and that would have given you a ten. <laughs> but you didn't say tetch. He's not okay. going to be able to say that right now, even yeah, though you I said that. Tetrapod. I can't repeat that information back here. <laughs> tetrapod. Tetrapod. Tetra. Tetra. Tetra meaning tetra means tetris. Ten. Limbs means limbs. Ten got limbs, limbs. Oh. except for snakes, which doesn't make any sense. But that's science; it doesn't make sense. I, be, I, saw a, I saw a lizard the other day in my garage that was so long, but then it had arms. It was more like a snake than a lizard. It was Probably like an alligator lizard. Yeah, it was like that's a snake that's what you guys had down there. And me and my son just stared at it forever and ever and ever. And I went, that passed a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to be fair, though, later on he said triamapods, so that was pretty close. That yeah, maybe that was. Could, I guess yeah. maybe I should no. I'm sticking with that one. He's good though. That's good. That that's better than. Do all nothing. do all reptiles lay eggs? Is that? Oh, some are live bearers. Yeah, and some are are egg layers. The thing is about the eggs is, yes, they all lay eggs, but sometimes they hold the eggs inside them, and they don't get a calcified shell. Yeah. So. It looks like live birth. The animal comes out born live, but it actually was inside of a, an egg type of thing inside the female. Here you go. Weird, but it, it, it just depends. Weird question. Do, do, uh, do snakes fuck? Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. Do. They have two penises, man. Two. Two. Yeah. But how one do they for, do that? Do they, do they get on the back of the other snake? I don't see where the hole is. No, they slide up. They slide next to it. They slide next. I was it's, already it's like terrified this. of snakes, and then do, finding out they have two penises makes them the most terrifying creature on the planet spoon. to me. Do do snake sixty nine? I imagine it would be tricky. I'm not sure they're into oral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of it's teeth. It's all it's all sensory. That tongue is that's picking what, up different pheromones. That's why you so have yes. the extra dick. <laughs> is this is this the lizard For you all saw? The bite marks. 
Yeah, that's a lizard. That's an alligator lizard. There, I right. had an alligator lizard. This that's what you like got around there. Yeah, yeah, I had an alligator lizard. I stepped on your bite marks joke. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, ask right. Jim. Ask. It's, it's not going to define me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I asked Jim uh, to name as many different groups or orders of reptiles as he could. He said croc, or he said snakes, lizards, then crocs, and then he stopped. But then I asked him if a turtle was, and he said yes. We got that. Birds, he said no, or not reptiles. Platypus, no. Velociraptor, yes. How'd they do? Well, so technically, if you look at modern science, uh, reptiles and birds are all reptilian. We consider reptiles non-avian reptiles. It's very complicated, and it's not worth getting into. So you're right. They're not reptiles. Yeah, they're not. (laughs) They're closely related to reptiles. That's why I I call women birds, because they're snakes. (laughs) They have they have wow. common ancestors. <laughs> Hot take, I'm shots fired. Kelly Bear. No, it's okay. Should help you. All right, toots. <laughs> Velociraptor's a dinosaur. Platypus. That's is more a offensive than being called a snake. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Aye>, toots. <laughs> Sorry, what would you say, Jesse? The platypus. You forgot to mention that it's venomous. What? I didn't. I didn't know it was venomous. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got little spikes on their either back feet or front feet that deliver venom. So it's an egg laying, duck billed, venom delivering mammal with a beaver tail. It yeah. is what the fuck? Absolute. It's a duck. Just the it's weirdest a duck. Thing. Fuck the beaver. It was like, and then a, then a venomous snake got involved. This is this is the problem with the platypus, right? Because I've only ever seen one platypus in the wild my whole life, and I was about eight years old, and I was in the bush with my brother, and we saw one. But apart from that, I've only ever seen them in zoos, right? And I lived in Australia for twenty years. Now, the thing about the platypus is, is okay. So my good friend Reese Darby, he'll know Murray from Fly the Concords and many movies, Jumanji and all that sort of stuff. Reese believes in um and he does a podcast um reese believes in bigfoot and alien i believe in aliens whether they visit or not that's debatable i believe in other like but reese believes in bigfoot right and i go what the fuck are you talking about there's no bigfoot where are the bones where are the fossilized but i go we got cameras everyone's got cameras all the time put up a few gopros in the bush and find me a fucking bigfoot he goes oh well jim no one believed in the platypus. They all thought it was a mythical being until someone actually saw one. And so he always uses the platypus as his benchmark on why the Bigfoot does exist. Damn. Because there was a few people who went, I've seen one, I've seen one. And now it's like common knowledge. So we'll platypus. have Reese on for our Bigfoot episode. Uh, I mean, if Jeffrey's had a season four, we were going to do a field piece with you and Reese hunting for Bigfoot in the forest. Yeah, yeah. I oh, know we were always trying to work Reese into the yeah. show. <laughs> like, like we're going to do me and Reese. But Reese does believe in Bigfoot and, and he's a parent and he's allowed to talk in public. okay i asked jim um to name me seven australian reptiles uh and he said um oh i'm sorry i asked him the different was this the order ones when you said oh yeah lizard snakes tramapod slidey walkie okay okay so here's the australian ones he said brown snake frill neck that's okay okay frill neck lizard yeah yep all right i got the frill neck a gecko a gecko is a type of lizard that lives in Australia. Okay. But there's like uh, 50 different kinds of geckos. So live, I got 57. You know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a goanna. Yep. Yep. Marge goanna. Goanna. Then he said goanna. goanna. He said koala. No, I joke. That is that is a mammal. You it's not even a bear. It's not even a bear. That's a marsupial. Yeah. It's a marsupial. Um, he said loads of turtles. Shit loads of turtles. And he said, there are cane there's toad, the, there's, and he, cane there's toad the sea and, turtles. And then there's the ones that live in the freshwater. 
Okay. And he said cane toad. And you shook his head. You shook your head. And no, no, yeah, no. cane toad's an amphibian. amphibian. And it's an amphibian from South America. It's not even supposed to be there. Oh, okay. I thought it was from Norway or something. I always got that wrong. South America. They brought him in to control the cane beetle for so, the cane. Okay, uh, so I, I have real questions on this, right? So I, okay. I know they brought in a couple of cane toads. I was always led to believe that the cane toad lays like 10,000 eggs. And because of the temperature where it came from, only two or three of them survived. But now that they're in Australia, like 10,000 of them survive. And that's why we have the problem with the cane toads. Am I wrong? I've told, I've told several oh. people this. So back in the 20s, I guess the, the sugar cane industry was very big in Australia, still especially is. the northern still part. Is. Still is. Still is? Okay. Yeah. Well, somebody, there's a beetle that destroys the crop. And so somebody, George some Harrison. scientist, <laughs> they said, hey, you know what? Let's get these big giant toads from South America. They'll eat the beetles. It'll take care of the problem for us. The problem is the beetles are active at one time and the toads are active at another time. So the two never met. And the toads just ate everything else. They do, they were reduced in ridiculous numbers and they're highly toxic. So all the native stuff that you've got down there, they eat them, they die. So they're just going nuts. And, but why, but why are they from why, South America. Why are they so much more overpopulating the Australian uh, landscape? There's no predators. They, there's no predators. Who would normally? Nothing, on, nothing can eat those things. Like, there's maybe like one snake that I'm familiar with that can swallow it and not die. But everything else, even the freshwater crocodile, you watch that thing try to eat a cane toad. And if you if you if you lick it, you get high, right? You hallucinate. Uh, that's man. I'm not going to be that guy that tells you to lick oh, that wait, wait. species. Lick that, there, lick, so there's bufotoxin, and it will kill you <laughs> if you do too much of it. It'll kill you. Dude. Now there's some toads that they're the ones that make you. <laughs> Which ones make you go? You they're went, you went all, three stooges. Which ones? Which ones make you go? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're called the, uh, they're, it's Bufo alvarius uh, is the scientific name. They're from um, Arizona. The Sonoran. Arizona, that's why Arizona's all fucking, yeah, they're yeah. all wasted. Yeah, like, there's a law on the book that says you cannot lick this toad. Like that's a law written somewhere that says you that's can't a, lick That's this a toad. tattoo I have about my penis. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you can. You can. It's, what it is is, is like, joke. don't touch that button. Then yeah. people always touch yeah, that yeah, button. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's reverse I told, psychology. I told you not to lick the toad. <laughs> Uh, crocodiles. Um, oh wait, Jim said, I asked him how many people die from reptiles in Australia each year. He said 86. Yeah. How close is that? Boom. That seems way high. It seems way high. I mean, when you say reptiles, we're talking about venomous snakes and crocodiles, uh, with modern antivenom, people don't normally die. Like yeah. there can be lots of snake bites, but there, if with good medical treatment, nobody really Yeah, dies. but you're not factoring in the people who have died from fear. Who you just scared find, to death. You find right. them dead in your, their house and they go, oh, this was a suicide, but really like a spider or a snake or something. Came I'm scared to death. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of those. Okay, so saltwater croc. He said um, they live in, near Darwin. They get to around 20 feet. They live to 110 years. There's about 200,000 of them and four people a year die from them. Right? How's that? That's not, I mean, that's not completely like they're crazy. Yes, Darwin is that is, but there's, they have a huge range. They're actually found in the Philippines, India, New Guinea, uh, all along the northern part of Australia. Uh, I didn't actually look up the numbers. So you're right, Jim. Nobody fucking knows. No one right. knows. Here's the thing. Nobody I, fucking no knows. One knows. No one's counting those things. I did look it up. It said between 100 and 200,000, though. So you're pretty Who's good counting? at that one. Yeah, 200,000. Scientists? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because we did a thing on the Jim Jeffrey show about the how many cro cro uh, 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 sharks were getting finned. 
and they said, oh, they 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 fin like a uh, hundred thousand sharks a year, and I was like, oh no. And then they were like, and I was like, how many sharks are in the world? And they were like, oh, anywhere between like a million and two billion or something. Or like something. It was, like, a it was huge. Like, it was like more, more sharks than people or something. And I was like, what? Yeah. What? Well, it depends what animals you're talking about. Some animals are easier to count than others, obviously. The ones in the water in the ocean are much more difficult. Yeah, However, city we, we used to count manatees. I used to city count manatees. Downy. I was like, what is he talking? Like, I thought you meant city, like city, town, whatever. No, and then very, I was like, it's, it, then it, it processed. It's very easy to count a kiwi bird. Mm-hmm. They're a, a blind, flightless bird in New Zealand. No, but it's a night. Who has usually. no predators. And you can just go, there's one. <laughs> well, I used to count manatees. I used to be in the manatee count in yeah, the United States. I know this about you. Yeah. That so, was Forrest's job was to count manatees. We, we would literally fly around in a helicopter and try and count all of the actual manatees, but they're easier because they're usually generally close to the surface resting. If they're near the bottom, they're in shallow water, you can see them and stuff like that. So we would actually go around at the same day, the entire state, all a bunch of different organizations would fly around and count all the manatees. Now, they do it a little differently now. Now, but. be honest with me, Forrest. Was there ever a day yeah. where you and your mates in your little boat just looked at each other and went, we're all good with 47? <laughs> no, we did it in a helicopter, a police helicopter. They fly us around. Yeah, and did we... you have a bullshit and just ride and figure it out? Be honest. No, no, you wouldn't because we'd have other people in that. Everyone, you'd have three people in the helicopter doing their own counts and you'd have to verify them against each other. Now, so when, you, when you came back to your boss with your number of 86 or whatever like yeah. that, did they go, good work today? <laughs> <laughs> they did. Uh, like, like, if you counted like 20, would they be like, what the fuck were you doing all yeah. day? And you're like, they weren't around. They, they weren't around. It was. It was weather dependent. It would you do it on a really cold day because they'd all be gathered in areas where there's warmer did water. Did my tax money go towards this? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't even know where that got paid from. That was like a, probably a Florida. There's no Florida state tax thing. there, but yeah, Caribbean. but it was like sales tax or something like that. Yeah. Uh. Also, why? What your tax money goes to worse shit than that? Than counting manatees. So. I, I no, no. I was just saying. I want all my money to go to <laughs> manatee counting. Okay, I well. want a definitive number, and I don't think they're putting enough money into it. They have, to go fund me. They have changed the count method, so. Um, what do you mean change the count method? Well, no, what I'm saying is... Uh, they, we they, used to go up in uh, numbers. No, they used <laughs> they used to actually count them, and now it's it's a it's somewhat controversial thing in the way they count them differently now by uh, uh, estimating it. I'm not for that. Right, you're not for this, this podcast is taking a turn that no one gives a shit about right now. So. <laughs> you, you, know, you know in the Manatee It's not world, funny anymore. When, when, when Forrest became a stand-up comedian, they went, geez, the Manatee counting's never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, the world has more laughter, but fuck, we don't know how many Manatees there are around. I mean, there's, there's not untrue. So. <laughs> uh, okay, snakes. Uh, how do you tell the difference between a venomous and a non-venomous snake? Jim said you let it bite one of your kids. Yeah. That'll work. Technically, that That's would be wild, that is accurate. Wild. If you have two children <laughs> and they get bit by two snakes, <laughs> yes. It's not your first option, but if one of them is being a dick, it is not. Then... It shouldn't be your first option. And no, I wanted is... to say dogs or something. People get so upset with animal testing. On my last special, <laughs> I did a joke about animal testing, and people have been writing to me how uneducated I am or something. So yeah. I want to kill kids from now on. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's a safer bet. Is there a better way than letting them bite your kids, Jesse? No, you you literally have to know what you're looking for. A, a particular species has a very specific look, and there's a lot of blending. You know, like 
some of the trademarks that we say here in the United States are ver vertical pupils versus round pupils. But in Australia, you have snakes that are venomous that have round pupils and you have snakes that are venomous that have vertical pupils. So it, if you don't know what you're looking at, you just don't touch it. Yeah. It's just, just don't touch can that they, easy. Can they crossbreed? Can they be mixed race snakes? No. Not like dogs so or you, anything? They can't do that? No, you can't take a python and the taipan and put them together and get a constricting venomous snake. Pi, that would be called a pipan? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, but they, they can have sex for pleasure though, right? Of course. Okay, great. Now, no, I, just wanted to make, I just wanted to make sure. Now, do snakes call their penises their trouser snakes? <laughs> they don't. They call them hemipenises. Hemipenises. Hemipene, like, like hemipene. Dodge engine. Hemipene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so I said, what would happen if there were no snakes? Jim said it'd be bad because they wouldn't kill any rodents. Uh, can we talk that, about that? Yeah, that is absolutely right. They are, you know, they help control small mammal populations and rodents carry bubonic plague. Rodents eat our food. Mm. We compete with rodents for food. So snakes help keep that balance. The other big thing is venomous snakes. We've learned a lot about that venom. And so a lot of that research has now been put into medicine. So we now have better drugs that control diabetes, uh, pain medications, uh, things that are saving people's lives. All of that has been learned from Australian venomous snakes. So Thank we need those things around because there's a lot more we can learn from these things. You're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> Produce the snakes. Um, and I, you had said something when we were talking before about uh, that we are successful because of snakes. And you mentioned like the, the rice fields and stuff like that. But in, was it India or something like that? Yeah, because we're competing for food. So small mammals want to eat the same thing. They want to eat our crops. They want to eat the grains. They want to eat the corn, rice patties, things like that. And so the snakes are controlling those small mammals from eating our food. So yeah. we're competing for the same thing. And the snakes are evening the balance for to, us. To the small so every time you take a snake out, you're allowing several more small mammals to come in and uh, rob you blind. Do small mammals contribute? I feel like they do nothing. Everything <laughs> contributes. Oh, Everything no, has a purpose. Rats. rats don't help out at all. What do rats do? Make us appreciate Not rats sense. that came from Europe. So the rats that most of us deal with, you know, came from somewhere else and they were, they're invasive, just like the cane toad. Right. Those things are not helpful. But, but small rodents in their natural environment are just part of that circle of life and that food chain. But what about rats in their own environment? How do they help? Yes. They don't help. Don't they? They, but they're part of the system. So a rat might dig a hole. They're really good diggers, right? Lots of things use those holes. Right, Snakes gonna... use those holes. Spiders use those holes. Right. Lots of animals benefit from those holes. Okay. Uh, rats are seed dispersers. All right, I'll give you an animal. You tell me how they contribute that I don't think okay. do anything. Penguins. Now I'm a reptile Peng guy, penguins. but I'll see what I can Penguins do. do nothing. They're birds. They're reptiles. Boom, shakalaka. No, he said they aren't <laughs> reptiles. Give them what they want. Non-avian. <laughs> All right, so penguins, what do they do? How do they help? Penguins. How do, so they help um, their food. Those things are food for whales So the, the, the and leopard seals. So leopard seals and uh, orcas, those things need something to eat down there. There's not a lot of food. That's a big food source for those predators. Uh, their poop, all their poop, that's fertilizing the different areas. Uh, and all that poop then washes into the water, becomes nitrogenous waste, which gets converted by good bacteria, um, which ends up helping cultivate some of the different, all the krill. All the krill end up benefiting from all that. 
and then so whales can eat the krill, and then the birds can eat the krill, and then yeah. the leopard seal can you, eat. That's good enough. But I just when I shit in the water, people get upset. <laughs> That's the county pool, man. Don't yeah. do it in the county pool. <laughs> no, no, I just do it in the ocean. Just let one flop out. <laughs> and there's plenty of fish that eat that up. So you're actually doing a good thing. You keep oh, up the good God. work. I know. Do you know. <laughs> you know what animals are the least useful though? Are humans. We don't do shit. Mm-hmm. We've, we've done do, such bad things. We do lots of good things. Like what? We what made do we Anchor do? Man. We made Anchor Man. Yeah. We've taken yeah. ourselves out of the food chain. We, we tried we, to. We invented the lobster roll. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, we built structures. We built buildings. How does that help nature? That is nature. Buildings are nature. Sand versus trees. This room is nature in the same way that a beehive is nature, or what? We have a plant in here, but this room. Or if a beaver makes a fucking dam, it's all construction. We don't call the things that they manufacture not nature. Just because we rock at it and we can make gargoyles doesn't mean that we're any less gargoyles. How does your brain go to gargoyles? Find me a fucking animal that can make a gargoyle. <laughs> Only us. Only us. That's a really good point. Yeah. Uh-huh. We made cars. If you saw a if you saw a possum that built a fucking vehicle, you'd call it nature. But we build it, it's called herding nature. No, all everything we construct is nature. Okay. Uh let's talk about spe- specific Australia. Is a beehive the question. Is a beehive nature? Is a beehive nature? Beehive, yes. Hell! It's a constructed little city. You wouldn't sit it's, in your house all day and say, I'm, of, I'm hanging out in nature today. We, we did an episode on bees. <laughs> we did an episode on bees that's made out of natural materials. This is all made out of natural materials. This is plastic. Ugh, there's a lot of plastic. <laughs> that's yeah. not natural. And, and what, did we get it from space? Synthetic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got it from somewhere. Um, it was us pouring things in jars together. Just because we're smart, they always want to fucking put us down. No, fuck the animals. We're number one. <laughs> I like this point. I like it. The animals aren't putting us down, by the way. No, no, no. They're no, you should, like, you should see their oh, they're judging. Oh, they what judge. about my habitat? What about my habitat? <laughs> build a better one, you cunt. <laughs> we build ourselves one. Ooh, who's going to count us now that forest is gone? <laughs> count yourself. You can't fucking count, you fat fuck. Pull yourself up by your Not fucking bootstraps, animals. Yeah, pull yourself up, man. All right, eastern brown snake. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Australian reptile. You Australian reptile. That. I had a brown snake brought in and put on the end of my bed when I was a child. By a cat. By a cat, yeah. Let's make that it. clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> my, my mum was a big disciplinarian. <laughs> uh, no, no, when I was a child, a cat, Tasha, the cat, came and put a brown snake on the end of my bed. I, I was like, <gasps> and I couldn't, I couldn't make a sound. I think I've told this story before. It's been animated, but then my dad came and hit it with a shovel. Anyway, carry on. So they're they're poisonous, right, Jesse? Yeah, the most poisonous, the most venomous. the most venomous snake on earth. Correct, the mundo. Sorry, yeah, I that's the it. that's the inland taipan. I that's went a bit fonzy there. What was all that about? Correct, the mundo. There's another snake that's the most most venomous, but it's from Australia. He just said. Which country is that one in? No, Australia. Australia. Oh, okay. Oh, the country Australia. of Australia, the continent. Yes, oh, the, continent. the inland taipan, or also known as the fierce snake. It was that introduced? Or was it called the England Taipan, or did the inland, inland, as in oh, inland, inland, as inland, in coastal inland, or inland. inland? Inland. All right. Where do you find that? Inland forest. Inland. <laughs> Not I mean, but what parts of Australia? The middle. Right the, middle the middle. The middle. Oh, so inland. Right in the yeah. middle of Australia. Inland. No manatees there. I don't know anything about it. So. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no water. There's yeah. no water. Oh yeah, forest is unemployable in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the most venomous snake. 
Yeah, from when you have the way we judge venom, yes, mm-hmm. we uh, so t- to uh, to assign venom a number, we call it an LD fifty. LD stands for lethal dose. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they take a bunch of mice and they inject it with the same amount of venom, and then however much it takes to kill half of those mice, that's how they calculate what the LD fifty is. And so the LD fifty of the inland taipan or fierce snake is the most toxic of all snakes on the planet. There's mm. something about the name Fierce Snake that doesn't make me scared uh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, I, I'm always like, I'm going to say that about like, oh, that woman's LD50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 50. The, so 50 is the mo- is the highest. No, LD50 is the name oh, of I'm sorry. the number. Oh, because it's 50 mice. I'm sorry. Yeah, Because okay. you've killed half. Yeah, 50 yeah, yeah, is yeah. half. And okay. so you killed half of those mice with this measured uh, amount of venom. Okay. And how many people has that snake killed? Zero. Okay. Wow. How many? How because, many? How many is the brown snake killed? Because the brown snake is, is it killed? Oh, now there's there's a lot, but nowadays with modern anti venoms, they don't people don't die that often from brown snakes because they've got anti venom. How quick do I have to get to the doctor if I get bitten by a brown snake? Uh, it, it depends on where the snake bites you, how big the snake is, and then your reaction. Everybody reacts a little bit differently to foreign proteins in their body. So I'll like, give you two scenarios: one finger. One scrotum. Okay. So the scrotum's going to be a lot harder to manage. Because if you get bit in the finger, what we can do is a, a, a pressure immobilization bandage, which kind of compartmentalizes that venom, keeps it in that spot so you can get to the doctor, get the antivenom. Getting it in your scrotum, that is probably worst case scenario other than your neck. Because you're not going to, you know what? Here's what we can do. We get a rubber band. We take a rubber band. And we're going to put it around the base of your scrotum until they turn purple. Mm-hmm. That'll compartmentalize the venom. The right. venom will just chew up and destroy all your nerve endings and stuff down in there. But if we get you to the hospital, you should be fine. Could you just right. use a cock ring instead? Look, look, I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm perfect. Just, if you've got one in the back pocket, use the cock ring. This podcast got about thirty more minutes left. Am I going to last? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if it was on the finger and you you applied some pressure to like a tourniquet or something. Like that. Not a tourniquet. So tourniquet actually stops blood flow and that's going to cause more tissue damage. What you want to do is just do a very light pressure like you would say a sprained ankle or a sprain Uh because that slows down the venom. So venom travels through the lymphatic system. A rubber band would work? Rubber band? It'd be better to just just wrap, uh, just just a Band-Aid that's loosely wrapped because venom travels through the lymphatic system, not just circulates through your blood. So what you're trying to do is stop the lymph from moving around in that finger. Mm. Oh. So just you can do that just by just very light pressure um, to keep there, that compartmentalized. There's people in Australia in their car right now going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I, that's what I'll do. It's got kinkier you, than I thought it would. Um, Andrew Wontuck. Yeah, you know, friend Andrew Wontuck. His father was playing golf. And I'll have to ask him if I can use this on there because his, his father was playing golf down in Australia and um, and with somebody was on the golf course and they got bit by a brown snake. And um, but previous to that, I'm sorry, previous yeah, to the, snake, the story, I've heard the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've ruined the punchline. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Hey guys, you got to go early yeah. on in the day. Early, he got this. This guy got hit in the chest by a golf ball, a straight like someone, and it, and it hit him in the chest, hit him really hard. Whatever, they kept playing golf, 
Then later on, he gets bit by a brown snake, like in a sand trap or something like it's a that. Bad day. Then they airlift him out of there. Yeah, this guy's getting by golf ball and remember around. They airlift him out. They called like the 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 clubhouse. They airlift him out of there. Take him to the hospital. They treat the brown snake wound. He's fine. Uh, Anti venom, and um. And then he goes, hey, what's wrong with your chest? Whatever. He goes, no, no, I just get hit by a golf ball. They look at it. They put him into emergency surgery because he was about to die because he had like a broken blood. Like oh, something his, heart in his heart had yeah. shifted in his yeah. chest. Yeah. Yeah. So the brown snake saved his life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Being bit, yeah. If he wasn't bit by the brown snake, he would have died. Yeah, I fucked So that story. should yeah, negate, that should negate a killing somewhere else. From yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this is how Forrest tells stories now. So uh, there was... Uh, he committed suicide in a bunker. His name was Hitler. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let me start at the beginning. <laughs> there was a bit before that. Hold on. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I want to talk about the, the... So death adders. Those are snakes. Adder. They're venomous oh, as the well. The adder, the adder, the adder. Put that down on me list. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Came up to you. They're venomous. Can they kill you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they they have a very high LD50. Yeah. Um, but they're very small. I mean, so that snake, you know, the biggest one is maybe two feet long. It'd be a big female. Males are usually in that one foot range. They've got very small fangs. Huh. So it would take a lot for you to get envenomated by a death adder. I mean, you'd it's have like, to reach ah, down, ah, pick it up, ah, and ah, try to get it to bite you. Did you just say envenomated? Envenomated. That's <laughs> oh, the technical term for you, oh, being I'm going to be using that word all day. <laughs> you're going to hear me every time with my son going, yeah, you better watch out there. You could get envenomated. Yeah, you know why you <laughs> like that word? like, geez, dad, you're clever. I am clever, son. I know yeah, why I'll you like that word. That snake. It sounds like a word that you would make up. Yep. And then we'd be like, that's not a real word. Yep. And then we'd look it up and be like, oh, Jim was right. Envenomated. Yeah, was... Envenomated. Yeah. Yeah, I was envenomated. Yeah, fuck, I'm going to use that. So so not a lot of people die from death adders then? No, no, no. Okay, not a lot of they people dying because you got they the They don't envenomate a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like they should change. Why did someone name them death adders? That's like already like, like yeah. already. No, no, no. You're pronouncing it as the death adders. Snakes don't have ears. Ah, death adder, okay. <laughs> and that's not a joke. That's the truth. So <laughs> in Australia, they also call them death adders, D-E-A-F. Yeah! Yeah! They Yahtzee! do not have ears. I've envenomated this podcast with fun. <laughs> <laughs> Give them what they want. Give them what they want. Um, they should just name the chain. Either call them adders. Or if they're not really killing a lot of people, just change their name to something else. No, we can't kill them at us because they can't count either. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, so Jim said there's goannas. What are those? One. Goannas, also known Goanna. as monitor lizards. Those are the biggest oh. lizards that live on land. Yeah, they're big ass lizards, the goanna. You seen one? Uh, yeah. I've seen plenty of goannas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen them out in the wild, yeah. Are they dangerous? If they beat yeah, you, well, I mean, they they've you. got very sharp teeth. They've got very sharp claws. They don't usually chase people, but if you get a hold of them and they need to defend themselves, they can certainly lacerate your skin, and they can they can hurt pretty they, bad. They, they, keep, they keep to themselves. They sit on the side of the chair. They never really like hiss at you or anything like that. But they're big ass. They're big ass lizards. When people go after them with sticks, that's when you get in trouble. Yeah, if you go after anything with a stick. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna get bit. Yeah. Just a rule of thumb: don't poke anything with a stick. Yep. Leave yeah. every living creature alone. Yeah, what I'm he- what I'm hearing is like anybody who's ever been bitten by a snake, it's their fucking fault because yes, they probably that's exactly what you're it. hearing. Well, well, also the Goanna, the, the classic scene in Crocodile Dundee where he's cooking the big lizard uh-huh. on the spit and he's yeah. turning around. 
And then she goes, you can live off this? He goes, yeah, you can live off it, but it tastes like shit. And he opens the baked beans up. That's the, uh, that's yeah. the goanna they're uh, going to eat. Anything, the whole stick poking, that that is very true. Most people that get, up, I wouldn't say it, but, but the large majority of people that get injured by animals, I know, is generally their fault. And the number, at least in Florida it was, I don't know worldwide, but shark bites, the number, there's a shark called a nurse shark, and it just has two big kind of like fangs. And it most uh, plates, it, they've got these plates yeah, in their mouth. It just like sucks up its food for the most part. It doesn't really, it, right. wouldn't, it couldn't kill you. A nurse shark could, couldn't kill you, but it is like the, the top, uh, like as far as bites, people getting bitten by sharks, it's the number one because people go up and fuck with it because they're like, oh, it's a nurse shark. I can't, and they'll yank on its tail or something. And it turns around and it'll put these two fangs in and it will cause some damage and injury. You can get a nasty infection or whatever. And people have come in the shore with a nurse shark, like attached to their arm and stuff. It's not going to kill you, but it always bites. And they're like, yeah, I don't know why it bit me. Oh, because you're an asshole. That's why it bit you. <laughs> Natural so. selection. Yeah. Well, they stay alive, unfortunately. Um, do you know what a thorny devil is, Jim? Uh, a thorny devil is uh, a, a type of lizard. Yeah, it's an Australian yeah, lizard. It's a lizard, yeah. They're adorable, uh, and uh, but I that's a, it's another one that has a name that's like why do they call them thorny devils just because people are afraid of them. Yeah, because their appearance is so horrid. And, but then when you realize, you know, if you see a picture of the thorny devil. And you're like, oh, and its scientific name is Moloch Horridus, which is, you know, Latin for like the devil. And then when you actually see it, it's like, you know, this tiny little three inch lizard that only eats ants. They're really cute. But it's yeah. covered in Look spikes and horns. Oh, that's an ugly, disgusting looking. That looks so cute. How good is the frill neck though, eh? Oh. How good's the, the frill? The frilled lizard. The frilled lizard, you know. The frill neck lizard is your number one. Number one what? It's your Cuteness. best it's your best one. Even in Priscilla Queen of the Desert, they the dress is a frill neck lizard and he pops the collar up at the, at the end. Oh, they're a wonderful one. I think they're on the back of one of our coins. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm they can run on their back feet. That's what's really cool. Yeah, yeah, about they, they, they run, run up high, they get their back feet up and they have their hands up like this. Google a frill neck lizard running. You you won't see more joy in your life. Oh man, <laughs> National Geographic has got a lot of running frill dragons. Do they? Are they you the call them that... frill dragons, not frill neck lizards. We here in uh, the Midwest, we refer to them as frill dragons. Well, are these yeah. the ones that run on water? They're called Jesus Christ lizards. Nope, that's oh. the basilisk from South America. Oh, Idiot. all right, yeah, Dumbass. different thing. Yeah. But they are bipedal. <laughs> bipedal. Did you find me bipedal. a frill neck lizard running? Oh, a video? We can put one on the YouTube thing. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll put one over. Bloody wonderful they are. Louis would love to do Before that. Before you see it, get your cocks out. You're going to need it. <laughs> that's, that's how fun this video is. It says, um, yeah, the frilled neck lizard, also known as the commonly as the frilled lizard or the frilled dragon. Frilled egg in my air. There you go. Yeah, frilled neck lizard, man. Um, what other Australian? There you go. No, you got to see him running on their back legs. And then they, there he goes. There he goes. Up he goes. <laughs> it's an amazing sight. Um, what other, see, there's 500, how many different types of geckos? 50? 50. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, you I said there might be 50. at least 50 or 60 different types of gecko on that. Continent. You know, the one I'm talking about that kicks its tail off, right? Though they lots, kick, there's but, lots of species of lizard in Australia that do that. Some of them aren't geckos either. There's uh, different species of a gurnia. I used to try to stink. save the geckos from the, the cats eating them and the geckos, Good. they just hissed at me and I get them in a dustpan and I throw them off the balcony. The gecko? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't know you're trying to save them. They think you're just this giant thing about to squish them yeah. or eat them. So the as a herpetologist, do you find like I, there's a reputation of Australia, like a lot of things can kill you and so forth, but clearly not a lot of people are dying, at least from reptiles every year. Well, from a herpetologist standpoint, yeah. Australia is the holy grail. 
What do you mean? Like, what do you that's mean? where all the best stuff is. It's Every not- herpetologist wants to go to Australia because they got the best stuff there. And back in the 70s, they, the, the, the government locked the country down and they said, you're not going to not taking any of our animals away from us to go put in a pet trade. And so, like, it's really hard to work with Australian stuff. And so it's mm. just like all of us in America, we just want to get to Australia and see the Parenti, you know, this big giant zebra looking goanna and uh, the the. the uh, it's a wonderful place, Australia. Wonderful. It's a wonderful place for reptiles and amphibians. Oh, it's a wonderful place. No, nothing. It's wonderful country. Except for it, the Aboriginals. It, oh, there's been a few <laughs> atrocities, a yeah. few human rights problems. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Place. Well, hey, no I, place is perfect, right? But what? Uh, so they're not allowed to take animals out of Australia and to around like the world. The, ex, the export. That's why I was, I was the last the one they let out. <laughs> <laughs> Australia. <laughs> what were you saying, Jesse? That yeah, they don't. There's that government has locked that continent down. That's why we don't have um, koalas in every U.S. zoo. That's why we don't have platypus. That's why we don't have echidnas because you only only a few zoos in the last like forty years have been able to export uh, animals out of there. It's very rare. After the bushfires, I, I bet you we're sad we didn't do that. We could have, uh, we lost a lot of You animals. know, there was some talk in the zoo community, like, you know, how can we help? But literally where I'm from, I am as far away from Australia as, you know, possible on this planet. So I can't do much good except send a few bucks. No, well, um, uh, England's far further. Um, yeah, send, but the, send them to the London Zoo. <laughs> but the, 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 did we lose during those fires? Because those fires were, in my lifetime, I've never seen fires worse on the planet, right? That was the worst fires we've ever seen anywhere on Earth. Did we lose any species that you know of? So I'm, I'm not aware of any data that's been published by field biologists that go out and count and to really look at what the damage is. But we do know that Mother Nature is incredibly resilient. You know, they are, you know, some of those animals are hardwired to get away from fires, to go underground, the fire burns right over. Uh, you know, there's a, lots of ways for animals to live through that. Not enough to save every single one. I mean, you're going to lose a good chunk of your population. But if, uh, as the environment comes back, the animals will come back too. But no, I'm not aware of any published data to show that it was a 100% crash in certain species. Yeah, I've heard pretty dramatic numbers on what animals we lost, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you put pig nose turtle in here? Mm-hmm. What's that? I don't know. I Googled it. I think. <laughs> also known as the Fly River yeah, Turtle. Also, See? It's real. also, what is not in that name <laughs> that you don't know what it is? It's a pig nosed turtle. It's a turtle with a fucking nose like a pig, man. Mm. What, I could draw one for you right now. <laughs> there you pig nosed turtle. <laughs> Uh, not, he's not that cute. As advertised. He's cute. Eh. How's he not cute? He needs a Your nose, standards nose are too high. You'll die alone. <laughs> he gets a nose That's job. He's true. not a big nose turtle anymore. He's just a... Uh, just a turtle. A nose turtle. Well, they, they have flippers. That's what's interesting about the pig nose turtle is they're one of the only freshwater turtles that has flippers. Oh, yeah? Really? I thought they all had flippers. Well, the rest now of them... Now they've got hands and they might have webbing. The, oh, they got little hoofy hands. They got webbing. Right, so you've got your sea turtles, the ones that live in the ocean. Those are the ones that have the big flippers. And so the pig-nosed turtle, also known as the fly river turtle, it has flippers and lives in freshwater. And all the other freshwater turtles have just sort of claws. When I was in Hawaii, I was in Maui, and I was was in an area that was meant to be loads of turtles, and I saw a few on the beach, and then I went out and I was standing in the water, and then a turtle 
knocked me down. Whoa. Came and swished me whole feet from underneath me, swimming on the shore. A big giant one. Did the turtle enjoy that? <laughs> probably not. It was probably being thrown by the current and bumped into you, and then it thinks you're probably going to take a shovel to it. Oh, so. I fell hell over tit. I fell onto its shell, and I rolled around, and then it looked back at me like, hey, I'm swimming here. <laughs> Shout out to Tommy Caprio. Yeah, Tommy Caprio. <laughs> New York turtles. Went a long ways. Um, all right, Jesse, uh, this is the part of the show where we give our guests dinner party fact. The expert gives us a fact, obscure, interesting, that the audience can use to impress people. Now, we already sort of mentioned this, but there's a couple parts to it. So the first part was what you had already said about snakes and you didn't mention lizards, but that they have... Uh, two penises. Snakes and lizards, all saurians, have two penises. Do they have two vaginas, the female snakes? Nope. And it's not called the vagina, it's called the cloaca. It's one hole, and ev- all the business is done in this one hole. That's the oh, same uh, thing that's, that I call my vagina. <laughs> that's the fact that, how convenient would it make that? You'd have, you, you can stop asking for anal because yeah. you're already getting right. everything. It's the <laughs> same thing. Yeah, that's why I say there's one hole, and that's where all the business is. Is it also done. a mouth? <laughs> there is, but they there's don't no, do uh, that's not necessary I in the animal. You don't have world. to move at all. <laughs> Um, okay, and what so... You me walk around with a snake on my dick? It's just, <laughs> i got an erection that's just dangling off the end. It's been dead for years. So they have two penises. So then, Jim, um... Uh, I'm going to fuck it? a snake. That's, that's, that's my takeaway. Here, here, here's a question, Jim. How many penises do turtles and crocodiles have? Oh, uh... I, where, I've always wondered this about the turtle. Where does this little dick come out of the shell? I'm going to say that crocodiles and turtles have the one as well. One, just one. Yeah, just one. Okay. They just, that's right. Just, just one. And it's actually called a phallus. We don't really call it penis because it doesn't actually have a true urethra, like a, a tube that runs through it. It's kind of folded over like this to create the illusion of. Yeah, it's, it's, what, we just call it a phallus. But yeah, there's only one and it's inside the body like. and it's pops out like. when it's needed. <laughs> Okay, so all right, so it's here you go, Jim. Some girls like that. That's yeah, what penises it just look like. Pops out when it's needed. <laughs> penises look like that. Uh, lizards, <laughs> lizards and snakes have two penises. Turtles and crocodiles have one. So, how many do frogs have? Um, frogs have none because they mate internally. They they can change that last word. They can they they can they can impregnate themselves. They they lay the opposite of. Internal. Externally. They made externally. That's it. <laughs> Jim did it. <laughs> wow. So they External have no, they, fertilization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Didn't how do you think fucking know that, did you, people? <laughs> you have your, yeah, okay, great. Um, <laughs> got, so bit, that, got a bit so, angry on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question. Uh, so at where you work or at a zoo where you work the um how do you so to in order for the the snakes to reproduce jim was talking about that like do they have sex or fuck whatever how does that do you guys they just do it or do you No, they make love for yeah, us yeah or do you guys have to help them uh so we have to change the so snakes have reproductive activity based on changing environment so summertime, fall, certain environmental changes, the heat goes up, the rain starts. That's what cues animals to do reproduction. Mm-hmm. So we mimic those here at the zoo. So we'll, we'll lo- drop the lights and we make it seem like it's kind of like a dark some, dirty winter for a few Barry months. White. Oh, Literally yeah. like humans. That's for the frogs. Since snakes yeah. don't have ears, Barry White doesn't count. I, uh, it's rain outside. <laughs> it's, and then- it's autumn. <laughs> Let's get it on. Um, That's Marvin Gaye. Snake style. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like that Jesse knew that was Marvin Gaye. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he knows he tried that. That does nothing. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Snakes won't even fuck you. Uh, put that on. They're all talking around, going, "You hear his father shot him? It's true." And so, if they don't, if they don't reproduce themselves, then you guys have to artificially inseminate them. Is that? Uh, well, that's a very new technology that we actually started developing here. We yeah. had to technology. It's a new technology. Uh, yes, uh, yes. So artificial insemination in people and cattle uh, in any industry where there's a lot of money, it's been like just knocked out. People know how to do it, but nobody cares about snakes. So we've had to develop those te- techniques here. So we have to learn how to extract the sperm from we've done it with 23 different species of snakes. Some of them are even venomous. What were you just doing? He was this extracting the massage sperm. technique. That's how you jerk off a you snake. Get, you get the top so of the snake and you go like this. Right. So the front and top of the cloaca. That's how, that's how so I extract I'm going to grab the snake and then I'm going to have the thumbs above and below the cloaca. Uh-huh. And then we do a massaging motion like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. You do that. And then that will uh, loosen things up. And then the sperm comes and pools right at the edge of the cloaca. You know what, you so know what's you good. a big syringe and you suck it up. As soon as soon as. As soon as you make the snake come, it's very easy to be like Fonzie and go, hey. <laughs> I nailed it. Um, and do the snakes enjoy this? Of course they do. They just came. <laughs> Based on our research, they do not mind it. Yeah, they, they have a they have a movement called the Me Too Dicks. <laughs> so far from snakes, no complaints. So Me Too Dicks. Um, tickled your forest. I like that one. All right, Jesse. Uh, is, uh, be, before you go, actually, I you uh, you did tell me that you've done. He's wanked up snakes. Stand up. <laughs> did you? Or you've snakes. done some comedy, right? You did some com- animal based comedy. We'd like to hear one joke from you. How many uh, zookeepers does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is where you say, I don't know. How I, many zookeepers? I don't, I don't, I don't how know. How many I'm trying to think of the answer. How many zookeepers does it take to change a light bulb? None. We make the elephants do it. Ah. How many elephants does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, don't, it, one. I don't know. How many humans. elephants does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, one. One. Because the humans. One. Because bad. they're really fucking smart. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, elephant. So far, according to the research, the snakes really enjoyed his comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse, is there anything you'd like to say before you go? I know you wanted to say a few things. Yeah, but... I want to plug for all local zoos. For anybody out there that's watching the podcast, please support your local zoo. We are in just as much trouble as any industry out there. People aren't coming to the zoo because they're being cautious. And uh, when people don't pay tickets and they don't buy the fuzzy animals and the stuffed bears at the gift shop, that makes it hard for me to get paid. makes it hard for us to feed the animals. So if you feel safe and your zoo is open and they're doing the correct things, please support your local zoo. Yeah, Because zoos do good things. I'm, I mean, a, I'm a big supporter of the zoos. A lot of people give zoos a bad rap. I, I, I date a vegan who, very anti-zoo. And yeah, I, I, tr- I tried to explain to her that zoos are the same as restaurants. McDonald's is still called a restaurant and a Michelin star place is still called a restaurant and you can't go all restaurants are bad. Of course there are bad zoos. There are also excellent zoos that are, that are, that are helping with conservation and, right. uh, and all that type of stuff. Yeah. 
We so. did a piece on the Jim Jeffrey show. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just... I'm pro good zoo. I'm anti bad zoo. Yeah. So no. Right. And I would say that if you go to a bad zoo, I mean, then common sense dictates if you see something that just doesn't look right, call them out. Yeah. Like you... if you're at my zoo and you see something that doesn't look right, let somebody on that staff know. Like, hey, that turtle hasn't moved in three minutes. You know, yeah. whatever. Please you, let me did know. You, did you like Tiger King? Was that a good zoo? I <laughs> no. After the second episode, I had to throw up because I felt so guilty being part of the industry. Oh. And then I realized that I I'm not a- part of that exact industry. Like it is, like you said, there's good restaurants, bad restaurants. The word zoo is all encompassing. You know, it's like it doesn't it doesn't distinguish between research place based facilities that are putting animals back in the wild versus places where you go to have your picture taken with a tiger cub. Yeah, yeah. It's very different. I vomited after two episodes because I felt so ashamed of myself because I'd come like 12 times. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, Jimmy. You didn't have to do another coming joke. So it's okay. Uh, All right, Jesse Krabs. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you very much. It was very informative. Hey, thanks for having me. I think I learned stuff today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let me take us out, Jim. All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you're at a party and some cunt comes up to you, spouting off information that may or may not be true. You just say, well, I don't know about that. And you walk away. Good night, Australia. Fill your next lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect ending. Why, hello, it's your old pal, Sarah Silverman, and I have a podcast called The Sarah Silverman Podcast. Yeah, I could have been more creative with the title, but you never go, hey, did you see last week tonight? No, you say, did you catch John Oliver? So, yeah, I'm a dreamer, but I'm a realist. I talk about all kinds of stuff from politics to breakfast cereal and everything in between. What are there, like three to four things in between? I'm super smart. I'm... I'm super dumb. I uh, have strong opinions, which I might change completely tomorrow. You're not always going to agree with me, but I don't know. I'm doing the best I can with what I've been given. If you don't like it, uh, give me more.